Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. I am so excited to be with you all today. You are listening, if you don't know who you tuned into, you are listening to Bonnie Albers on air, and I am your hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I am so excited to tell you about my two special guests, because you know me, I always have a guest that I can tell you what energy they pull in for me, and this is a couple that is so unique and so awesome, the gifts that they bring with them here in this lifetime, and I'm sure others, and what they uh, parlay to us, what they give us, what they help us with is so amazing and so needed that I am absolutely honored to bring them on the show today. Before I introduce them to you, though, I got to tell you the energies I feel with them. Uh, My guest today are a couple, Cynthia and James McNabb. I mean, they rock every gift in the house. And James is a shaman. He's an exorcist, which is so interesting to me. I've called him myself on occasions when I've needed him. And his wife, he's also a uh, psychic medium. He's a healer. 
he will give you all the gifts. He's an author of a book that you know we're going to talk about, and his wife Cynthia. Cynthia and him met at a really crazy, crazy way, and of course they're going to tell you. But Cynthia is a psychic medium. She helps him. She tells him where things are. And he gets rid of them. So this is just such a cool couple. I can't wait to bring them to you. I've got to tell you the energy that I see when I when I talk to them, when I uh, interview them today. I hope that you're going to feel the same way I do. Besides them being uh, so wonderful to to have, they I keep hearing, and my guys tell me I keep hearing the words MIB. So if anybody isn't familiar with MIB, it's the Men in Black. They're the real Men in Black and Woman in Black, of course. And black is my favorite non-color, so I love the name of that. But anyway, when they talk about entities, spirits from this world, beyond this world, in different universes and different planets, it's like I'm watching MIB, but only in the 3D form and the real form. So I can't wait for them to uh, chat with you, and I am going to put them on right now. Hi, Cynthia, and hi, James. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I am so excited to have you on the show. I just, I, my words, I'm tripping over all my words. But I, and that's only because it took me so long to get on the show with the energies we've got here today. But Cynthia and James, I know James, you're going to tell us who, who are you guys? Like, where did you come from? I know you can't be from this planet, but where did you come from? And and James, you have such a cool background, and, and, and I want to know all about you. I want you to tell our audience, both of you, probably one at a time, uh, how you got your gift, what gifts you have, and what are your favorite things to do here. So you, James, start with you, because you're a shaman, and you're an exorcist, and you are an amazing soul. You're the MIB of this world. <laughs> Well, that's mighty flattering. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I feel like uh, uh, I'm just carrying uh, the worst part of what this world has to offer on my back. And well, someone has to do I, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I I had no idea as a little child uh, what was going on because uh, I had. I had some dreams with some of my earliest experiences in the psychic realm in that I had some dreams of some family and friends that had passed away and uh, oh, got the emotions flowing. And uh, I used to walk among them and I didn't know where I was except all these people were there, and many of them I knew. And I'm just a few years old, four or like that. And um, I'm talking to these people without moving my mouth. Wow. And we're, walk we're walking in something like a cloud. And there was a misty cloud that we were walking in that covered us to our knees. And I couldn't see everybody, but there was a lot of shadow people 
Uh, that's all I could see was their shadows in the distance or the ones that were closer. I could uh, identify them. And nobody was talking. Nobody was saying everything. Everybody was very somber. It wow. was like the beginning, the beginning dreams that I would think fit into the metaphysical realm, as I discovered later that you might use the word, um, um, oh, where, do they, where do you go when you don't go to heaven, but you don't go to hell? Purgatory. Purgatory. It's kind of like a purgatory. Yeah, yeah well, where yeah. people were walking around trying to figure out what to do with their last life, how many lessons they passed or didn't pass, and where to go with their next life. Wow, then, that is so then, cool. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what it all meant, and I never had the thought of talking about it with anybody. I just experienced the dream. And as things began to move along, and I, somebody would say, I can't find this, or my, uh, my mom, my lipstick is missing. And I said, well, look on the floor under your seat. Son of a gun, there was her lipstick. And she looked at me like, oh. how did it get there? <laughs> I'm not wearing and it. They were, I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? Before you get any further with that, I just want to tell you, we all, I have a friend who, they won't work with, you know, some of the authorities because the minute they do, they look right at them and say, oh, well, you must have taken that child or you might have robbed this house. So it's really tough. You know, people do. I know what your next words were, but, you know, it, it, it is hard because when you do give them the messages, they kind of think you did it, didn't they? Exactly. Exactly. Now, why would I have bothered anybody's lipstick? In case, <laughs> it, it wasn't that wasn't the only incident. There was many oh. of them until I finally learned. Um, one time when I was much, much older, I was driving along I-94 here in Michigan. And it was late in the night, sometime after midnight or maybe even after 2 a.m. And all of a sudden, the traffic in front of me was all stopped. And there were policemen walking around with a flashlight looking at the road in front of me. And I noticed a, a van up against the retaining wall, nose first, in a lot of damage to the vehicle. And the friend that was with me was very psychic. And mm -hmm. she said, oh my goodness, they're looking for bullets. And as the, as the traffic kind of walked through at an idle speed, when we passed this vehicle that was up against the wall, there were bullet holes in the windshield and the driver's window. Uh, so I said, oh my goodness, I get this vision. I got a vision of the shooter being on top of the building right next to the expressway. And I could see what he was wearing. And I said, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to tell the police this. And she said, don't you dare. They'll take you to jail. They'll think you right. did it. I know. Exactly Isn't that crazy? I, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't is, let them know that I had those abilities. I know. Well, you know, now they, now I think it's changed a little. I, I still feel people will be skeptical, but I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of shamans and I know a lot of uh, psychic mediums that actually work with the police. But 
I'll tell you, in the beginning, you know, a lot of with me growing up, and I'm sure you, this is what you, you know, or, or what you are in the country. This is totally, you know, it's a shame because we could help a lot more people. But when oh, I, yeah. what I want to, what I want to know from you is the shaman. Would you please give a de definition? Because I think people don't understand what a shaman actually is. So can you define the, the, what you are as, as far as shamanistic and shaman? And the, and the other word is the exorcist. So what do you do as a shaman exorcist that, that, that you're, you know, can tell people what you actually do and why your life is about uh, making sure that our lives are safer? You know, it's, it's really difficult to say what, de what depicts a shaman because every indigenous culture around the world had shamans. Mm -hmm. Of course, as the Europeans traveled around, they tried to discredit anything and everything. So like in Africa, they called them witch doctors. And in America, they, they, they didn't use the word shaman. What did they, what do they call it in Native American? Oh, they called him a medicine man. Okay. So they did everything they could do to discredit it. But I think the simplest explanation of a shaman is a holy man uh -huh. who sees and can manipulate energy. Yeah, he can. He has he has the, the the gift of sight, the gift of hearing, and has the ability to handle and change energy, such as. Oh, I love that. Removing you know, dark presence. Yeah, let me show let me show you the the prayer that I use when I open an exorcism um, uh, event, and I just okay. did one yesterday. We love that. And well, the prayer goes like this: e e Wise spirits, great warriors, and archangels. Please guide and walk with me on this path I am on. Grant me wisdom, psychic and physical protection, accurate insights, healing abilities, awareness, and authority to continue to subdue dark energies and constant and continuous growth in the confidence of the Christ consciousness, the morning star. Oh, I'm not sure where I got the prayer, but when uh -huh. most of these words came to me, I did a revision and wrote it in my own words using the original prayer as a guidance. And it's something from a Native American uh, background. Well, you know, can I ask you, James? Can I ask? Yeah. Are you done the prayer? Are you? Oh, uh, but what I wanted to ask you is this, what presences do you see? Do we, and, and, and I want people to understand that uh, a lot of uh, what you see and what you clear are from different universes, different, you know, uh, we're all from, you know, different planets, different, I feel like people don't understand what MIB means when I say that. Well, most of them do, but you actually feel and these entities and they're not from all of them 
from here, or what we would say is, uh, uh, you know, aberrations or, or ghostly impressions from just Earth and just humans. So what do you yeah. do? What, what do you see and why feel like they're coming here? Well, uh, my fourth grade nun, the sister of St. Joseph, gave me the real purpose of what I'm here for, only I didn't know that she was talking to me. I thought she was talking to the whole class. She said, uh -huh. there's a battle going on between good and evil. And the only way you are going to beat the evil is through light and love of God. Through the light and love. And I've discovered along the way that the only thing the dark is afraid of is the light. Uh -huh. And I, I, I create that light within myself and I expand it. I am. I think light. that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful. I, I, I had a, a guest on one time that said the same thing, that they don't need to bring anything, the presence of them and what they feel and what they invoke into that uh, home or into the area is what actually clears it. So that kind of sounds like what you're saying. It's, it's really the light of you bringing through that will shine that dark out. So why do you feel that they're coming here though? That, you know, James, do you, but do you feel like they've always been here? Well, there are many beings that are millions and millions and millions of years old that uh -huh. actually reside within the planet. And they're known as uh, Draconians. They're a uh -huh. relative of the, of the reptilians. And uh -huh. they're like 14 feet tall and very powerful. And they have slaves. Well, what? Uh -huh. And they try to enslave the humans on the surface, the number of them that they can get a hold of, and uh, steal their energy. They're sort of like a vampire in the sense of stealing energy and wreaking havoc in your life and putting in a lot of pain as well, hurting the physical body just because it amuses them. They have nothing well, else do you, to do. Well, how do they, they have, I mean, how, how do you get rid, I mean, do you feel that eventually they'll all leave? Do you feel that this is something that they feel is their planet as well? Or why, and do we have any <laughs> good? Yeah, they definitely feel it's their planet. They definitely believe they own this planet because they've been here for 12 million years or more. Right. So why did we why did we come then? Why couldn't we take like the Venus planet or something? Why did we have to come to this planet with some uh, entities that would feel it's theirs? Well, it's pretty interesting, but there, from what I understand, most of the races on Earth are remnants of races that lived on other planets that were destroyed. So that's what I feel. Something like, yeah, so the remnants of other of, of these planets, these beings, were kind of brought here and uh, placed on different locations 
throughout the planet and they became indigenous cultures. Uh, they're very, very, very similar in, in many ways, but there is some genetic differences. And, you know, so uh, we have the Chinese that has, has their physiology and we have the uh, Aborigine that has their physiology and, you know, the European. So all the different races that are here are remnants from other planets that have been destroyed. And there has been some manipulation with the genetics and the uh, DNA. And there's currently stuff going on like that. I think that is so interesting. Oh, gosh, Cynthia, please. Yes, please come in here. Hi. Hi. So um, I am the lifelong student. And um, then I, because I have to understand what it is that I see. And so you've got the group called the Fallen Ones. You've got the group that James is talking about. You've got the normal things that we deal with, like ghosts and spirits and um, those that haven't moved on. You've got um, demons that we actually deal with. You've got uh, all kinds of spirits that um, look like anything from uh, goblins to, um, I, I don't know, um, uh, gullum kind of figures. You've got all these animal entities that are evil, as well as the malevolent inhuman spirits, which are um, um, the shadow beings. You've got a whole elite MIB, as you were mentioning, men in black group that um, is interdimensional. You've got a lot of interdimensional beings that we're learning about uh, that come and let's just say visit us on a normal basis. Long, uh, tall, tall in um, capes that are very, very slender. Um, just um, all kinds of things. Recently, we were dealing with a being that, or a group of beings that looked like something out of the Predator movie where you actually see the air changing in front of you and the figure of something coming towards you, but it's hard to see what the figure is because the part wow. that's closest to you seems to be changing matter at that moment in time. You've got the scientists that have um, sent lasers out into outer space and have, um, they've been allowing entities onto the planet, as one of the scientists said, you don't want these things anywhere near you. You've got vortexes that um like they some are stargates some are um big tubes that go across the universe some are just um mathematical um equations that um unlock the dimension that you want to go into and they can pop into your home no matter how secure you think you have it um, I've seen um, energy 
vortexes that are made of light that beings use to travel in. You've got well, the yeah. ones that brought one last one. The ones that brought black magic to the planet happen to be real witches and wizards out in the universe somewhere that continue to do spells, curses, hexes, and and to come here to steal people's power. Well, can I ask you a so, question, Cynthia? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Please. Well, I'm so about the light. Like, I want the light beings to be here. And I know, like, even with Mib, and I see the, the show Mib, and I feel like the two of you are the Mib fighters. But with Mib, they have good entities, also that don't look like us, that are peaceful, that come from other planets or dimensions or universe that are also of peace. So do you see that also? Well, we do have we do have those that work with us and that we do see. Um, but the thing is, is that somehow we don't know how that how this happened. But we became at the front line here for removing darkness from the planet. And those that <laughs> are of the light come when you ask them to, because it's mm-hmm. karmic law that you can't just pop into someone's reality uninvited, which is another way that you can identify whether something's good or not. Did you invite them? Did you ask them to come? So we have the light beings that we work with as well. Um, And there are, of course, a lot of light beings that we work with, but... um, in in terms of exorcisms and what's here in the darkness, as you had asked before, I guess it was kind of a never-ending list there, eh? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm just I'm just shocked. I just you know I'm thinking to myself, people live like these beautiful lives and they walk around. And again, I'm taken. I hate to say this. I'm going to have to watch the three movies again. But I'm taken to the to the to the my guides are taking me to that people don't really know what's going on unless they're really in tune to understand that this exists in many dimensions, which a lot of us are. I mean, you know, most people that listen, I would say probably 99.99% of the people that listen to my show are very, are all medium psychics, intuitives, and healers. And the list goes on. They're just so intuitive themselves. So they're always open to, to understand this. Probably it's, it's and and what I'm saying is I love that I watch the world go around and you guys are fighting they they're showing big bazooka guns as these things are coming in through the vortex just a symbol but as you know that I feel because you're out there we're a lot safer I know you don't rest from doing this I know that you have your own issues. And they're always coming, and you're always looking to uh, to get rid of uh, things and entities and from different universes and vortexes. Can you tell people while we're talking about it um, how they can reach you? If, if, you know, tell what does a typical client call you for, and how do you come there? Well, what's what's pretty common is people are experiencing some sort of paranormal activity in their home or at their Uh business 
and then they start searching for uh, somebody to call. And sometimes it takes a long time to find a number that works or to find somebody that can do the work. Absolutely. Quite often you run across you run across people who are investigators of the paranormal, but that's all they do is go out and either debunk or verify that you have some activity, but right. they're not an exorcist. So usually they stir up a problem with whatever's there, and when they leave, the situation accelerates. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You- yeah. Yeah, because they're just out there playing a game. They don't know what they're doing. They've got some technology that can show them that there's spirits around or even uh, get get the voice recognition thing and all that. But that doesn't help the spirits find their way into the light. And the majority uh, I lo- of the, I ghosts, the, majority I love of the what ghosts, you- go ahead, honey. I love what you guys do. I, I can't even, I sleep better at night knowing, I mean, you were the first person I called, you remember? You were the first person I called, and I want everybody to understand that, that there's such a need for you guys. I can't even tell you, which is why I have you on the show. So please continue, because I want people to know that you guys are the real, uh, you're the real deal. You're the ones that say, no, you're not coming here. You're not staying. So go ahead. I, I just wanted to give you know give a little bit more information about well, that. Here's okay. an interesting situation: is that um, we have all lived hundreds of lifetimes, uh-huh. and in each lifetime, you come into lessons of learning, and you retain the knowledge and experience in your subconscious mind from one lifetime to another. Yeah. So for me to be the person that I am, I had to live many lifetimes in the metaphysical world doing some type of shamanic work and uh, done past life research through regression and discovered uh-huh. that I had many, many lifetimes as a Native American shaman as an Aborigine shaman, as an African shaman, and walked with the man called Jesus Uh when he was here. And I was his cousin. Genetic connection, me and Jesus. His mother was my mother's sister. So we all went through the mystery schools of Egypt to learn the magic that Jesus and Moses learned when they went through the mystery schools of Egypt. Of course, I love that. Couple, of course, it was a couple thousand years ago when I went through that school, so I might have forgotten a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I think I was there too, so I'll reinform you if I figure you missed anything. But uh, I, I, I totally... <laughs> I totally, you know, and I always wonder about that. I wonder what you feel about this. And the audience will probably love to hear this. And don't worry, everyone who's on, we are going to take calls. So don't don't get off the line. But I, I do want to tell you, and this is interesting that you're bringing this up. So I always felt that I was married and I'm on the Marvingian bloodline. So you know what I mean by that? But, you know, somebody said, and it's really interesting, 
that we all, there weren't that many people back then that we know of. I mean, compared to the billions of people we have now. So you, we were talking about this on my show at one point, but you know, somebody will call up and say, I rock Cleopatra energy. I rock Mother Mary energy. I rock this, I rock that. But how does everybody rock the same energy? And I kind of feel that by lifetimes and lifetimes, we all are the same DNA, and that's how that works. But what is your opinion on that? Well, I discovered that I do past life research while holding hands with an individual. Uh-huh. And I've seen, I've seen, you know, a number of their lifetimes, and it kind of explains because everything that I mentioned when I'm looking at their past lives is stuff that they're currently interested in as well. And I ran into this one girl and I, uh, not too long ago, and I thought, oh, my goodness, I see you in World War II, uh, and you're in England, and uh-huh. uh, Germany is sending those long-distance long rockets. And that woman says, oh, no, in World War II, I was living in Japan. You don't know how old I am, she says. And I go, oh, my goodness, I'm normally very accurate with all of this. And then one of the other, uh, well, it was a store owner, uh, uh, Angelus Angels from uh, uh, Ohio, Sylvania, Ohio. Angela says in her studies, she's discovered that the soul of any individual can fragment up to 12 times and have 12 physical bodies with the fragment of one soul. Yeah, that's a kind of... I could be here or you could be here and have 12 twins total and uh, you don't know where the other 11 are, but they're out there preaching the same thing you are. Well, I hope one of them is married to... I'm hoping one of mine is married to a rock star that looks like my husband, but I'm really into music. And see, he's the, he, he wasn't the rock star, but you know, you never know. I mean, you know, I might be the rock star. So, I love that, Jay. I love that. I've got to ask you, um, Cynthia, since we're, we're looking at both of you, and I love shamans, by the way, James. You rock all kinds of great energy. They're healers. When you ask me the definition, I feel I love that medicine man thing because I do believe they take the herbs roots and because we didn't have medicine back in the, you know, BCs and uh, they probably cured more at that point or had less side effects. So and med- and I love that shamans can use all Mother Earth to actually heal in all different ways. And that's how I look at a shaman. So and then that means mind, body and soul. Um Cynthia, please tell everybody, and I'm going to ask you about your book, but please tell everybody what you do, because it's so interesting how you work together and how you've evolved. So what I do is um, I don't actually, well, I guess I do. I was thinking about it. Like James sees these things like like he looks at you and me, and I Mm -hmm. see them in a different way. So I'm clairvoyant, I guess, um, and I hear I'm a medium as well, and I talk to spirits and spirit guides and angels, and um, I, I also have the ability, though, which 
I'm not excited about, but to to see the darkness. So my husband will go and clear a home, and he'll call me, and I'll be wherever, and he'll say, look at this place. Do I have everyone? And I'll see things, dark spots mm-hmm. through the house or whatever, hiding. Or Wow. Um, I know, I know, I know. So I I have this ability to detect when the darkness is around or where it is. And um, that's kind of unique, I guess, and and different. And uh, I, I, I love that. When the room changes, um, I do the work with him in terms of um, when sometimes we have stubborn demons that mm-hmm. don't want to leave a person's body, and usually. James can do it by himself, but there was one time my nephew had something in him and it wouldn't leave, and James kept working on it, working on it, and I said, okay, let's hold hands and do this together. So um, we were able to clear him, and um, I'm also the investigator, the the one that's uh, in my head constantly. So we had a case once where a psychic family who was very close to my husband called him in. They had a new baby, and the new baby had the most beautiful name, Gracie. But the problem with her was that some entity had jumped inside of her and because the mom was visiting a cemetery, and we didn't know it, but they kept having hauntings at the house. And the little brother wow. was scared to death of his baby sister. So we investigated. Well, we went out. We did a clearing. We, my husband put up a barrier all around the property so that nothing else could get in. And yet the hauntings continued. So I asked my husband, I said, okay, pull out your dowsing rods. So we pull them out. We asked yes and no questions and found out that an entity had hopped into the baby. And um, then we removed, immediately removed the baby who was projectile vomiting and things of that nature. The family called us a half hour later saying things had calmed down. The little brother was hugging the sister. And so Uh. I'm kind I'm kind of the investigator of the team in some ways when the obvious doesn't work. We we brainstorm and do that. Um, what else? Well, honey, <laughs> do, you, do you know what, oh, Cynthia? I, I love that. Yeah. I, I love that yeah. because that's goddess energy. We're the ones that kind of like juggle 15 things around. And I always say that I, I I always tell my husband, well, I can fix it. You, you're the one that takes care of everything, but I'm the one that juggles the 15 balls. So I, I totally get it. And I always feel that two heads are better than one when I see something like you and James. I always wish that my husband was metaphysical. And I, I always wonder how he married me when 
when I, I, you know he must be teasing me saying he's not because to be married to me you'd have to be but he isn't and so when i look at you and james i'm thinking how wonderful that union is and how you use your work together and and that's just amazing to me and it's a blessing like i said and and i am always very thankful that you guys are here I know, and I want to get to the phone lines. You do read also, Cynthia, so I yes. want people oh, to know that. Yeah. Go ahead. What do you, 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 do you use tarot? Do you use, do you just, you hear it? Does your spirit guides tell you what people want to know? All How of, do you work all of, or give? All, all of the above, huh? <laughs> everything, yeah. I, I, I love that. Well, okay, before we get to the phone lines, and I've got 219 waiting, but I know, James, you wrote a book. Can you please tell us why you wrote that book and how imperative it is for everybody to read it? And you're going to be writing for the magazine, which I love. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy will most likely write articles for the magazine, and I'll pitch in uh -huh. and help her out. Uh, but the book that I put together was a 21st century spiritual guidance to help love that. find a spiritual consciousness, a spiritual activity that does not include a religion because I don't Perfect. like the restrictions of the religions. I don't like the fact that the religions teach you that hell exists because that's not true. It's, there is not a place that God created that is fire and damnation for eternity. God did not right. do that. Man invented that idea scare people yes i agree i'm i have to be jewish so i love that right. you mentioned both it but the thing is right. that i love is that you're right i believe that religion has you know any way the the that organized religion um certainly god exists and everybody else and and all their rules and laws are what we created because god wouldn't do that so That's i right. totally That's right. i totally agree with not, you so. yeah. Parent would not send his child to hell because they made a mistake. That's right. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> if Everybody they did, we might have. Right, that's what Everybody... I feel. And... Yeah. Go ahead. That's right. Everybody eventually goes to heaven. But in order to stay in heaven, you have to pass all your lessons. And that's why we have yeah, so many I... lifetimes. You know what somebody told lessons. me? You know what, James? What's maybe that? you're like me. You're, maybe you guys are like me, but I heard I had to come back 36 more times before I learned my lesson. And I'm thinking to myself, you gotta be kidding. But I, but I, you know, you it's really interesting. It, it may have been 36 times you had to do one lesson over because you got stuck on it. But right yeah. now we're moving in. We're moving into the dimension five. And the only way you can get into Dimension 5 is by totally completing Dimension 3 lessons. Well, can you tell us what, I mean, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but can you tell us about those lessons? Because I got to learn them. I don't want to, I, I got to tell you something. I want to come back, but I want to come back as like a very, very rich rock star. So I, I really believe that either I was one way back or, I, and I, I, I don't know, but you know, I need to be able to learn these lessons and it's important for everybody to know anyway. What could you tell well, us, Nara, am I putting you on the spot? Go ahead, James. 
No, not really, because everybody has to learn the exact same lessons, only in not the same moment. So you were given hundreds of lifetimes to learn how to love and uh-huh. forgive. Wow. And Jesus did it one lifetime. It's taken us hundreds of lifetimes because we're Maybe taught... that's why I have to come back. <laughs> yeah. You basic humans right now are taught dissension. And if you live in dissension, then you're always beating up somebody for something. Yeah. And Jesus never did that. Jesus, even even at the cross, even at the scene of the cross, he's saying, "Father, forgive them." And we have to learn how to forgive. We have to learn how to love unconditionally. We have to realize that God resides within us, and if we project negativity of any sort, we're not projecting God's love. You know, I wonder about that. Well, you know what? I don't think that, I mean, that means I don't think too many people are going to the fifth dimension because, you know, well, the other thing is maybe they're all animals because animals, I believe, come here to love unconditionally. But they're the only really um, breathing entities I see on this planet that do that. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, the fifth dimension will be filled with animals and five or six humans. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Maybe the old one. <laughs> That'll take yeah, us a while. A there was a beautiful story about evolution that the Native Americans have been telling for centuries. And it's oh. about the the, uh, the crow. He said the creator one day approached the, the crow and said to the whole community of crow, you are some of the best birds on the planet. You fly well. You parent well. You you don't seem to fight amongst each other. We really like it. You're a very wonderful bird. So God, the creator, said to the crow, I'm going to move you up to the next level, to higher dimensions. And the crow said, what? Start over? (laughs) The crow was not into starting over, learning all those lessons again. Now. We have (laughs) We have those lessons on every dimensional level. So when we were living in root chakra level, we were fighting dinosaurs. And we moved up to level two after that. And level three, we've just graduated from level three, which is the emotional center. Now we have to learn to live and express love. Forgive and make peace of everybody that has imposed on us. So that we can evolve to a higher consciousness. The Bible suggests that there's a very small number of people that are going to make it. But I think there's a couple zeros or several zeros missing. Because there's an awful <laughs> lot of people out there with love in their heart. A lot of people yes. with love in their heart. Yes. All, you we know, I, I believe... all we have to do is stop fighting over the politics and pay attention to what is important. And politics is not. It's just a distraction. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I get so, I don't even get into that. Uh, I won't even allow it on the, the, around me because it's the, because I feel like it is yeah. about separation and not love. So I totally agree right. with it you. Is about that. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I feel like, yeah. and I hate to say that, I feel like religion could be that way too. 
um, we've created so many religions in God's name that now we have at least 2,000. I used to say, so which one, which one's right, but you're all ready to fight. So that's why I, I love the fact that um, if everybody wants to believe in their religion, great. I mean, that's, use it as a tool, not a crutch. And that's, you know, as a tool to live nicely by, because if you're, if you're hating people, if you're not loving people, if you're creating separation because of, then you aren't living, you know, in your true authentic self. So, and I'm, I'm telling you, it might take people a whole lot of lifetimes to, to understand that one. But, I, you know, I hope, I hope, James, my hope for everyone is in the next 2,800 years, which is the Aquarian age, which is all about enlightenment, enlightenment that we all understand that and we all move on. So I, I, we've got 2,800 years. That's right. We can do it. <laughs> we can do Cynthia it. I am good. Yeah, please, well, Cynthia, add, and then I'm going to go to I'm going to go to the phone lines because I've got people here who are like looking at me going, wait. So go well, ahead. I want to hear what you've got to say. Well, I was just going to say that um, I understand from my studies that if we transmute and transform 51% of our karma at this point, then we can move on to the next and ascend from this planet. Um, the Aquarian age is based on forgiveness and freedom's transmuting flame, the violet flame, which is a uh, divine alchemical tool that you can look up online and use those prayers and make up your own using the violet flame to transmute and transform karma. Um, you asked wow. me what else do I do, and um, I'll just say very briefly that I'm an ordained minister, as is my husband, a teacher of metaphysics, a lecturer, and an author. Right now I'm featured in Infinity Health Magazine, writing motivational articles under the name of Cynthia Whiteflower. I'm a vibrational therapist. Um, uh, uh, let's see what else. Polarity therapist and a Reiki master. And um, I was ordained into the Order of the Golden Robe, um, by the ascended masters to teach people how to transmute and transform karma. So wow. that's the list. I'm done. I love it. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Cynthia. You need to do that for me then. From what I understand, I need some trikarma transmuted. So you and I will have to talk. But uh, but I am going to get to the uh, to the phone lines and then we'll talk again. But 219, you were on with the most... Well, you are on with the most fabulous couple that I can tell you, and I would consider myself lucky if I were you. So 219, who am I speaking with? Hi, Bonnie. I'd just like to say you always have the best guest when Aww. I listen in. Uh, Thank you. My name is Liz. Liz? Yes. Liz, I want to thank you because I do these shows and hope that that's how people feel. I throw a little humor in just because you know, who wants to listen to a show that has no humor? But I, my guests, 
to me. I'm in awe of my guests. I'm in awe of the people that call in and I'm in awe of my chatters. So for me to hear you say that, it's an honor that I have you on today. So thank you. I appreciate it. I I am going to hand you over, Liz. Okay, great. Hi. Um, I have a question. Um, my mom now, she has um, Alzheimer's, but she had a stillborn, it would have been a brother back in December 25th, 1974. Um, the strangest thing is yesterday we received in the, in the mail um, a letter. His name would have been Richard. And it was addressed to Richard in our last name and our address. And um, I did some researching stuff and found out it, the only thing they issued was a death certificate. There's no birth certificate and there's no social security number. And I'm wondering if um, if that's a sign for him or um, if he's trying to communicate. James? He's, he never left. Okay. <laughs> He never, he never left. Uh, he stayed with mom, sort of like a uh, riding on her back. Uh, I don't know if she ever complained about having a sore back yes. up between the shoulders. Uh, yes. She did? Yes. That's where he was for a very long time. This has really got me emotional. I know. Uh, he stayed he stayed to learn his lessons even though he didn't have a body. Uh, and I believe I believe the notice you got in the mail was him saying now I can go. Now I can uh, go home. Oh wow, I'm sorry, I'm crying. So am I, thank you. Oh my gosh! No, it's okay. Yeah, he's he's going home now. He's he's well, probably already in the light, but that's what the notice was about. His death certificate. He's actually gone. That was amazing. It is amazing. I've never had an experience like that before, where the baby stayed to learn his lessons anyway. Hmm. Wow. Are you, Liz, are you okay? Yes, sometimes. I'm hearing from him that he, he also gave your mom some of the endurance that she needed to help her get through. Just mm-hmm. feelings from him, not necessarily words that she could interpret, but feelings from the infant. Um, when she needed encouragement. Yes, I would. I would agree. Okay, is she still complaining about a sore back? No. Um, actually, <laughs> yes. No, actually, yesterday she was very nervous, and we couldn't figure out what was going on until that letter came in the mail. Yeah. um, After that, she just she's this morning. She was like, uh, she had a moment of clarity, and I told her my name, and she goes, "Oh, where have you been?" And I, it was just that when she had that clarity, just a lot. Yes, it does. Yes, yes. It's 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 so wonderful. 
is we we never stop finding out new things about uh, what people and souls can do. It, it, this this was a, a brand new item for me, and I thank you for calling. So anything else I can do for you, you can find me uh, on the web at jamesshaman.com. I love you that. Can call I mean, me my, or you can call me you. on my own phone number. It's uh, 586-773-1861. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you just got a beautiful message. I won't even, <laughs> there's nothing that I need to say to you, but that is just, I'm so happy that you actually got in and that you got to talk to these people because like I said, and you saw, they are totally amazing. So uh, thank you for calling. <laughs> thank you for letting us in. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. thank You're you. welcome. All right, bye. Oh my gosh, that was amazing, guys. That was just totally amazing. I mean, only on my show. I love it. That's why I love my show. I mean, you could say you could say I'm a bullyator or that I, I, I brag, but I mean, I just love it. I mean, every day is a new experience for me too. So I am just so excited that you guys are here and you're able to connect with the audience. So 111, you are here with an amazing couple, and you are very lucky to be talking to them. Hi. Hello. One, one, one. One, one, one. Okay. You know, well, if you fell asleep, I'll put you on hold. We can come back. You know, I just hope that the that, that board is working because I had some issues with it. Nine. Five one, you are on with James and Cynthia McNabb. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Um, I don't hi. really know. If, hi. <laughs> Can hi. I? I don't Can really I? have a question. Um, but okay. Can, like, yeah. Can I ask what your name is? Uh, Lori from California. Hi, Lori. Hello, Lori from California. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm good today. Thank you. Is oh, there anything that you, if, is there anything you want, want, Cynthia? Is there anything you'd like, Cynthia or James? Unless you're picking up something on her, guys. Well, she's usually very shy anyway. Even if she has something, she doesn't always ask. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was picking up too. Lori, are you sure you don't have anything to ask? Because I am going to move to the next okay. caller. Um, maybe can you pick up on my friend Lori? How long has she been gone? About three months. Well, what is Lori's middle name? I don't know it. Okay. What's her last name? I don't know that one either. I'm okay. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> she uh, was a friend, though. Very good friend. But but I never... She was. She was depressed. Yeah, Were I you think aware so. Of that? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Was this a suicide? No. 
No. It was a sudden death, unexpected. Is it? I, I feel that she had a strong desire for it to happen in her in her depression. Oh. Almost as though she called on it. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I I feel like she's still around somewhere, but she's frightened and she's hiding. Uh, does she have horses? No, but she had horse property. That's what I'm feeling. Wow, like she's yeah. Horses. <laughs> She's somewhere with the horses. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's where she feels comfortable. Oh, good. Good. So if you, if you know where... I enjoyed your show. I enjoyed listening to you in all the dimensions. And that's so, yeah. Uh-huh. I really okay. enjoyed listening to that. Is there anything you wanted to ask him about the dimensions? I mean, you can ask him a question about if you... If you have a feeling about dimensions, or what do you feel about, you know, uh, maybe well, that's what I'm picking I, up from you. You have a question versus a wanting to know. Well, yeah, I'm, I do, but it's like I believe a little differently. I don't agree with everything, and I, I'm sorry, but I'm white. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I just wonder, I am. I, um, why, why do you, um, I, I don't know, in, like, if we return here, I mean, how does that work if we return? Oh, we do return. I don't understand. <laughs> well, let me I, I don't want to get, I just have That's a question okay. about reincarnation. I don't understand. Okay, it. All right. There were places, and I'm going to refer to the Christian Bible, where uh-huh. they say, um, where, where they actually took out the part about reincarnation because they felt as if you knew the Catholics felt early ones. If you know you've got a second chance, then you're not going to do the best here. So it was a manipulation tool. However, let me just tell you from first-hand experience, that I remember dying in my last lifetime, which was in a car accident by a truck in the tropics. I remember looking at the sky, and you know it's a tropical sky because it has that tinge of green with the blue. And I remember saying, ah, I know what I'm going to be in my next lifetime. And I didn't even take any time in between the lifetimes, and I popped into this body and this lifetime. So there's a lot of research on reincarnation. If it's something that you want to look into, I suggest uh, starting in India, which has the scientific experience explanations with things as well. And uh, one other thing, too. They were talking about death and reincarnation on a show called Ancient Aliens. They had a picture of, of a soul rising from a body 
during mm-hmm. the car accident. A soul is energy. Energy mm-hmm. does not die. So where does it go? And I'll leave oh, you I, with that that question. That one's on I, your in your court, babes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to I, tell you something, and I have to tell you something. Then you could talk. But there's a book that I'd like you to read, and we're not trying to convince you of anything. We don't have to. You oh know, no, you I either, just don't yeah. understand. You know, right? I, there I was, and there, yeah. there's some great there's some great books out there, and I'll tell you what 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 really helped me. I always believed in you know that I knew this wasn't just this life. I always. When I even when I came here, knew that. But there's a book, I, James and Cynthia. I don't know if you read it, but I'm sure you probably have, because it's probably 30 years old. It's by a doctor, and back then I'm, you know, I'm a nurse, so of course I was like all about the, you know, the. Uh, it had to be solid, and his name is Brian Weiss, Doctor Brian Weiss, and about 30 something years ago, uh, maybe close to 40. He wrote the book, Many Lives, Many Masters. Okay, he, uh, he wrote this book not on knowing what a past life was. And so if you read about, uh, and you'll get a good idea. He was actually um, doing some hypnotherapy work on a patient. And I don't know, Cynthia, if you've read this. He, um, he was very non-believer. His son died at six, and nobody would have known that. Okay, him and his wife never told anybody. They, you know, he was a psychiatrist from Harvard. She was, you know, working in the hospital. And this patient had he worked with a lot of fears and phobias. So, you know, in the 70s, that was what the big thing was, you know, working on the fears and phobias. And a long story short, because you should read the book, it is that um, he regressed this patient who had so many fears and phobias, and he regressed her back to every lifetime. And then brought her forward. She didn't have the fear anymore. And then she said to him at the end, because he was shocked that he, you know, he now had new revelations to be. He didn't think this way. Um, that uh, she looked at him and said, "And your six-year-old son says he loves you," and said something that he would have known it was him. So read the book. Many lives, many masters. Might not convince you, but it'll get. Not that you don't believe. But it'll give you some ideas and maybe give you. Some... Yeah. So. And okay. then there was, a... yeah, I know they left a lot of books out of the Bible. I know that. So. Oh, I'm sure they'll find them someday. Right, James and Cynthia? <laughs> well, the Vatican has them in their library. They just won't share them with anybody. Right. I know. Isn't that creepy? I mean, why can't we go in and read them then? Well, because they don't believe the rest of us have the opportunity to screw up the world the way they want to screw it up. <laughs> and they haven't been all perfect, you know. No, there was a very a very wonderful pope called Innocent III that took the wife of Jesus and put the label of a prostitute on her. That was a very nice pope, Pope Innocent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then this other That's... pope here, Pope Pius XII, he was so wonderful. He gave Hitler a train load of gold because Hitler was going broke before America joined the war. Oh, my God. So uh, horrible. 
horrible. So there's there's a lot I of agree with that you. we need to know that we need to find out what real spirituality is. Remember, Jesus was not a Catholic. No, I mean he was he Jewish, is what I told you. I mean, yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> That's why I always yeah, laugh. Absolutely. I always think, you know, it just, it, it, it just laughs. It's, you know, your prejudice, you got to watch yourself because, you know, I always throw it up against everybody. But, you know, then again, I've got 32 lifetimes to make up. So who am I to talk? But we have 650650. You are on with the most fabulous couple you will ever meet. Hi. Hey, Bonnie, this is Miranda. How are you? Hi, Miranda. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And hello to your guests. Hello. Don't Hi you there. love them? Don't you oh, love them, Miranda? Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. All your guests are awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love that. It, I'm really not fishing for, you know, you, probably James and, and Cynthia are going to, say oh she's fishing for compliments but i really am not i just love no. that everybody loves i love that everybody and i love that everybody loves my guests and me too because you know we do this we do this and we all love to hear the feedback and and i thank you very much and you know i'm going to say carmen miranda because i think the last time i told you i saw a lot of fruit on your head being tossed yes you did so, yes you did <laughs> so i'm going to hand yeah. you over I know okay. Cynthia James. That's all I hear. I see when I when I hear her voice is those fruits <laughs> on the top of her head being mixed up. Oh my! So goodness. I'm handing <laughs> you over to my guest. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Miranda. What can we do for you, huh? Um, well, I was just seeing what what you what you two pick up regarding a new volunteer opportunity that's um, coming my way. I really don't know what like the responsibilities entail at this point because I'm waiting to hear back and it's like a new position and a new program and so things are sort of like really um, mysterious at the moment uh, or unclear I should say. So I'm just pick, wondering what you guys pick up regarding this. Hmm. Well. Uh, added responsibility. I see lots of paperwork. <laughs> I see shuffling through papers. I, I do see that very colorful hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's and, a yeah. Is there yeah. but any fruit on the top like uh, Bonnie keeps seeing, or is it just a plain hat? <laughs> no, it's it's uh, a, a pretty spectacular hat with, with the oh, colorful wow. fruit. Yeah, a big, a big wide brim, a big wide brim on it, uh, with a lot of uh, the fruit piled on top. Uh, oh, that's so funny. Well, that's so wherever you go, you got something to eat. We wouldn't mind you to go hungry. Oh, I love that. I love that. Day. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to be very busy with your new job, and you'll have to really brown bag it a lot. Oh, I see. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's maybe uh, what I never thought about that, James. I that why I kept seeing fruit being tossed on the top of her head when that. But you, but I just yeah, love that yeah. explanation. That could be, could be. I don't know. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, will it be fulfilling? Do you, do you pick up anything regarding that? Is or you know or 
Well, at, at first I feel you'll be enthusiastic about it, mm-hmm. and then it becomes rather mundane because it it sounds it sounds more challenging than as it actually works out to be a lot more simple. And before too long, you'll be yearning for something more. I see. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's one more step on the ladder. Right. Right. Yeah, so I just, love that. Just stay positive with it. Stay positive with it when it seems to seems to slow down and begin a little to get a little boring. Mm-hmm. Just add more love and more light, and they'll remember and they'll be reminded, whomever they are, that you yeah. need to move on to the next step. Exactly. It, yeah, I really I want to use my skills and abilities. Like I have a, a counseling background, and I really want to be able to impact the lives of others and help them. And so. That's my goal, so we'll see. I see you annoyed with all the paperwork. And (laughs) the paperwork is going to, you're going to feel as if it takes away from the time that you could actually be making a difference in Mm. someone's life by counseling them. Right, right. um, And I do not see a balance with the paperwork um, because there's so much demanded in terms of it. Um, There's probably a system that you can implement, but it's going to take spare time on your part Mm -hmm. and um, which will consume more of your personal time. Right, right. Yeah. So that's what I say about it. Yeah, I, I'm, as Cindy is saying this, I'm having a vision, and I'm realizing that in many respects, we don't have to write the words anymore. Uh, we have the technology to speak and let the machine do the typing, and it can type as fast as we can talk. So that might make it a little easier for you if you were able to have something of that nature, where your uh, telephone will uh, send the message to your computer and your computer will do the printing and you don't have to even pick up a pencil. Mm-hmm. So that, that might that might reduce the amount of time for that part of the job. All right. I'll I'll definitely take that into consideration. I guess once I start I'll I'll know, you know, what exactly yes. it all entails and I'll, I'm sure we'll I'll figure out a way <laughs> to make the best of the situation. Yeah, but I feel also that you're going to be um you're going to be uh, doing some teaching of other counselors to help them get more to the point of helping their clients. Because oh, sometimes I think yeah, sometimes our, our counseling work has been taught by people who have not been ill or needed help. The best counselors are those who have had the experience that they're trying to help with. Very true. Not only had the experience. Yeah. So either you, you've been at the bottom and you found out a method that works and you climbed out of the bottom and now you're near the top and the people that wrote the book never had the experience at all and really don't know how to fix it. That's true. Well, the wow. best counselors are those that have had the problem and have yeah. been doing the repair work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
yes, and, exactly. And that's you. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I, I see that you're more than just a counselor. You're a counselor's teacher. And that's where you're going. Do you know what? Why I got to tell you something. You just took my job away. Because the thing was, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, that's it. Well, let me just tell you, I know that, you know, again, this is my show, so I can say it, but um, I, about five years ago, I got my uh, life coach degree because I'm an RN and I work with all kinds of psych patients as well as surgical patients. I was everything, but I love doing uh, counseling. Okay. And I, and I, and I did some marriage counseling. I did what we call it relationship counseling. And I thought, okay, I'll let me get a degree. I'm not going to go back to school and become a psychologist. I just didn't want to do that. And um, and so I went and did some life coaching and I said, I'm going to be the psychologist or the life coaches psychologist or the psychologist life coach or whatever. And then I would go around and hear their issues and I would help them. And I think that's what James just told you you were going to do. Yeah, that's what you said. Wow. Yeah. I never yeah. saw that coming. I never saw that coming. <laughs> wow. Well, honey, you just took my job. <laughs> she's got a special soul she has a very special soul in that um, <laughs> wow you got some fabulous guests here <laughs> oh wow you have a very special soul honey and, oh thank uh, you yes I've been told I'm a healer and that uh, I'm supposed to touch me yeah, you, were, you were taught you were taught by the best. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, a long time back mm -hmm. uh, with a man who was uh, known around the world. In America, the Native Americans call him the Morning Star. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Interesting. And you look him up. Look it up. I, I will. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Well, I'm really looking forward to the journey and uh, step by step because I finally feel like, you know, doors are opening up after a long hiatus. It's just, you know, it's just sort of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really time for many of us to really go to work. Mm -hmm. That is the, the, the main focus of what we brought, brought our soul into this life for. Absolutely to be that light worker. I'm just so eager. I'm just really excited and motivated and yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you are the light, honey. You oh, are the light you. wherever wow. you go. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Oh my. And you, I'm not gonna, I still will love you even though you stole my job, but it's okay. Oh, I will, I'll get over Bonnie, it. You, yes. you, I always have, I always have room for a partner, Bonnie. Especially you. Thank oh, you. So much, it would be so much fun working with you. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm just sitting here thinking, oh my goodness. Do you know how many of the, my callers have taken my jobs between the TV and the radio and now this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, my job then. But definitely, I'd love to be your partner. And yes, we would work very well together. I don't know. I drive my husband crazy after 39 years. So I don't know. I might drive you crazy just a little bit because you know I just I just I just said to him the other night. Go ahead. Uh huh. 
No, I said yes, no, go ahead. And I, I have, I have that silly streak too. So I, I can, I can see us having fun together while we're helping others. Uh, I love that. And hey, laughter is the best part because spirit comes it, with laughter, and I love that. I, exactly, exactly. So yeah, who knows? Maybe our paths will cross one day, Bonnie. You never know. <laughs> I would love that. Our our paths have crossed. You've been called. You know, you've called the show. Yes. So, yes, that's very true. This is so. This may be the beginning of more things to come. <laughs> I love this, and you got a great message from these guys. Do you have anything, Cynthia? Before I uh, before I move on, because we've got a whole lot of callers. Do you do you have just no? Just bless you in your past. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, I, I, I and call back. I will and call yeah, back. Yeah, uh, of course I will. You know that. I'll keep in touch. Well, thank you so much for this, for the messages of, uh, you know, they're beautiful. And um, thank you very much. You have a great day, all of You're you. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. And I don't, namaste. And I love that because I never say that word. Namaste. Okay. I have somebody I asked to call in actually from chat. And I'm assuming this is her. 586, are you Gemini? I am Gemini. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> Hi, James. I, I, I've got to tell you why I asked her to call in. You two both have the same area code, and she let me know that. So I said, Gemini, call in. I want you to talk to this absolutely fabulous couple, and that she's been listening to you because Gemini has been in chat, and I adore Gemini's energy. So, Gemini, I'm handing you over to two of the best. Thank you, Bonnie. Yeah, I saw you guys are in this area. That's pretty That's pretty cool. I've never heard of you guys before. It's interesting what you do. Where are you, dear? Uh, I'm over by the lake. Yeah, okay, yes, Lake St. Clair. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, yeah. not too far. Yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I, I lived in East Point for many, many years, and uh, I saved my phone number when I moved to Ann Arbor, Michigan. So it's it, gotcha. our, our, our area code blends together, just like our our uh, uh, souls do. As you're a Gemini, I'm a Gemini, and my wife is a Pisces, which is also the twins. So we have uh, wow. six people here working together. <laughs>
start her next life until you're ready to start it with her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she was gone tragically at the age of 29. Yeah. She, uh, she didn't expect that. I don't know how it happened. Um, but she um, had several days to decide whether to stay or go or hang out or whatever. Um, so she found out she was allowed to stay, and she did for some time. And then she realized yeah. that she was sort of like in a limbo in her own mind. And didn't like it because it was kind of like being lost. She felt mm-hmm. lost in her own mind. So as having heard somebody say something about going into the light, is I, I'm, I'm like right inside of her own head. And she didn't, didn't remember where it came from, but she heard somebody tell her to go into the light. And she did. Nice. She went up to the... She went up, she got into the light, she got in the gate. St. Joe, who was at the gate? St. Peter. St. Peter met her at the gate. And um, she was surprised to find out there was no checklist. He didn't look to see if she had any naughty things to recuperate from or to pay for. He just uh-huh. took her right straight in. And uh, she started. She had a meeting with Portia. Goddess of justice. And St. Germain. <laughs> wow. Board of Karma. They, they both worked with her and explained somehow that wasn't supposed to happen. How did she die? She was actually murdered. Somebody shot her. Somebody shot her as she was driving in a car. Yes, she was. That was a mistaken identity somehow. Whoever whoever they wanted to shoot was somebody else. And that it was like she had somebody else's karma dropped on her with that bullet. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. I remember her coming to me in a dream and telling me that. She goes to these guys' houses all the time who did this to her. Because she, she, I remember her telling me, I did not know these guys. I do right. not know why they did this. And she oh. told me she goes to their house all the time and tries to drop stuff off their shelf to get their attention. <laughs> what is she going to do, shoot them? Like right. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, she was a rascal, I remember her saying, and I remember when she first passed over, her and I spent a lot of time together, and I'd go into my dreams, and I'd be with her, and she'd show me what she was doing and what was going on, and, I mean, we, she did they quite catch rascal him? here. Did she, no. did they, you know, did they catch him? No. No, no they never Maybe. caught me. I don't like that. Well, know. the thing is, is I think they were from out of town. I don't think they lived here. 
I don't think they lived in this area. I think they were from out of town. They were visiting. They made a mistake and they took off because from what she showed me, she showed me where they live. They live in New York. Yeah, hitmen. Yeah, it's just exactly. Exactly. And then her former husband would put signs up and whatnot. And basically, they would be all taken down, all taken down, all taken down. So I don't know if it ever would get solved because it's, well, you know, it's in that Detroit area and look how many, look how many cases they have. Right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, to solve it is uh, seeking revenge. All this murder is seeking revenge. And that's not what she needs on her, on her uh, karmic soul. It's not what anybody no. needs on their karmic soul. So she just, just, she just needs to be reminded that she needs to forgive them and send them love. And this will help her to not have to do that again. Yeah. Okay. Because we don't want to have to relive our karma. And if yeah. she can forgive them, then she won't have to relive the karma. Yeah. And that's a lesson for you as well. Because I know you were very angry about these people. So you need to forgive them and send prayers to them that they find their way into the light themselves. Yeah. That's part of, I our, think that's part of our responsibility. You know, I uh, think that's a good lesson for me. Sure, because Cain, Cain said to God, I'm not my brother's keeper. The opposite is really true. We are all to be responsible for everybody around us in the sense of having the desire to help each other. And that's love. And that's how we evolve. So she's waiting for you. And whenever your karmic time takes you to death, the two of you, will, your souls will be together and she wants to be reborn close to each other again. So you can have the girlfriend. That, uh, oh, we used to have on. so much fun together. We used to have a blast together. We used to feed off of each other, and we were funny. We would do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't you love fun. my callers? Do you love my callers, James and Cynthia? I mean, I can't even. They are amazing. And you know what, Gemini? I, I tell you what, I won't forgive them, and then I'll add another, what I say, 37 years live here another 38 so that's okay i owe a lot i'll take your i'll take your your, your pain and i will live it again. You know, hey they said i love coming back so gemini forgive them i'll take it and then i'll have to live another life so oh my gosh buddy no you don't have to do that i think in the last eight years i've kind of realized that that was that happened for a reason it was to teach us all something it was well, here's something very special. Ball. Gemini, what a lot of people don't realize about the traumas that occur around our lives is that when this friend passed away, you had an emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> emotional traumas 
become the foundation of your psychic ability. Emotion is the power source for your psychic potential. And each trauma makes you more sensitive. And the more sensitive, the more psychic energy you pick up and are able to deal with. That's amazing. That makes sense. Yes, it made you more psychic when she Much more psychic. I have to ask you guys a question because this happened like right before Christmas and we were all uh, huge Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And I, Sorry, just, what I love were, the Steelers. We were all huge like football Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And I think the Steelers were playing Troy the right before she passed. Or okay. they were playing, no, they were playing, they weren't playing here. They were playing at the Super Bowl, the last one that they played. And we oh. asked Marty, one of my friends said, do you think Marty's going to be at that Super Bowl? And I said, I know she will be. She's going to, she's right in that stadium. And he looks at me and goes, do you think we should ask for a sign? I said, yeah, let's ask for a sign. Let's ask if Marty can do something. And I believe that is when Mick Jagger came flying down the runway and his crotch hit the camera. We all looked at each other. Okay, we all looked at each other and I'm like, that is something Marty would do. And to this day, I believe she did that. Uh, Go ahead, James. Uh, Yeah, I was gonna say nothing could be, nothing could beat this one. Go ahead. Yeah, we all believe to this day that she had something to do with that. I could see her cracking up after she did it. Yeah, yeah, well, she surely did. And you know what? She loved her ticket price. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she had several hot dogs and several beers. (laughs) And she had a penny in her pocket. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, Gemini. Thank you. I've got to tell you something before you go. Thank God they weren't playing the Philadelphia Eagles, or I would have had to bleep you off. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) But I do like the Steelers because, you know, it's Steelers, Eagles, you know, they're all from. You know, Pennsylvania. But anyway, I'm a big yeah. football fanatic myself, although I don't like the hitting heads and all that other kind of stuff. I don't like what's coming. You know, I don't like people like I, I think they should, you know, I don't know. But I, I, I was brought up with football, too, because I'm from Philadelphia. So I am glad you got in. I'm going to move to the next caller. But uh, what a wonderful. Thanks, guys. Got here. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Now I got to make sure I get your number off and not them. Oh, I love you, Gemini. And thank you for calling in. And thank you for being in chat. Oh, thank you. I'm going to. Okay. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you soon in chat. All right. Let me make sure I have the right one off. James and Cynthia, are you still back on with me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Okay, cool. All right. I am going, I think it's 402 now. Well, I think 402, you are on with 
the most fabulous duo couple in the whole universe. Thank God I'm not got my husband. Then I'd have to say I was the most fabulous. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ivani. How are you? Is this, this do is I have, do I have you? I, thank you, because I was not not going to pick you up. So I, I am so happy yeah, this, you called. This is Crystal. <laughs> Crystal I Cooper. love you, Crystal. I love you, Crystal. And yeah. I am going to hand you right over to James and Cynthia, who these guys, James and Cynthia, are always listening to my show. They're in chat and they interact and they're very metaphysical. So whenever I have, you know, somebody in that I know that they want to talk to, I love bringing them on because they are so special to me. So I'm handing you Crystal Bowles, which is in my chat room. Go ahead. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Crystal. Well, it's, hi. It's, a Crystal, it's really Sue, but I always go by Crystal Bowles. <laughs> okay. That's wonderful. I'm sure they knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I, I have a question. Um, I wanted to kind of, kind of see where this was going with my life in response or regards to years ago, probably about 10, 15 years ago, I was doing a lot of journeying where I would go like through the Black Hills and through the Midwest and doing um, different um, healings for the grid system. And I also went down to Mexico and was introduced to all the grid systems down there and the layouts by a friend of mine who has now has passed away. And it was like, I sit back and I reminisce on all the intuitive experiences I had on that and the, the different experiences that happened with the animals, you know, with the deer, the white buffalo. And I was wondering, you know, I sit back and I think, God, what was this all about? You know, what was this part of my life journey? Is this just over with? Or is this something that's coming, you know, part of my my medicine bag, as you would say, going forward? Yeah, because you've been the shaman ah, in other okay. lifetimes. And not all shamans do exactly the same work. But I have a feeling you do. You are into herbs. You grow herbs at all? No, I know about herbs, but I do not grow them. Yes, I. Okay. I'd hope to but one day. <laughs> okay, because you've done it before. You've done it okay. in other lifetimes, so it'll you'll you'll be reminded of how to do it very fast once you get mm -hmm. started with it. And your interest in herbs is just because it's one of the things you've done in many times, many lifetimes, many uh, lifetimes. in your shamanic abilities, in mm -hmm. your you're, um, I almost feel like it's palmistry that you can do, but it may be something a little mm -hmm. bit more than that, where you're getting vibrations from touching somebody or something. Which oh, is, yeah. What is, yeah, you do, you do read that, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I can touch something and I can get images, yes. Yeah, I, I I forget the word. Psychometry. Psychometry. That's what. That yeah, is. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm also a dreamer. I do have oh. dreams, very intuitive dreams. Uh, not intuitive, but I know they're dreams of learning how to communicate with the other side. I, I'm still really rough at it, but I'm well, doing it's, my it's best like this. Yeah, the dreams are more uh, of reminding you of what you already know. 
Mm-hmm. You see, you've, you've learned all of this in many other lifetimes. In this life, we're just learning how to use it to really put the light around us and the people in our lives. So all of the callers that, and all of the people that come to me and others like me, people that come to us are the light workers that are here to help save this planet and the people on it. Mm-hmm. So you having your dreams is just kind of helping you to remember that you are the shaman and you have abilities and you're to use your intuition and your abilities to help the human race evolve to higher consciousness of love. Yes, and, and I've always are, felt that. I felt right, that that I, was to help people learn, you know, to 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 grow and to connect within, yes. You're right. And, and that's your chore on this planet. And many of us came here with that exact same uh, scenario to help others because actually quite a number of us evolved to a much higher level than what we are now on Earth because we had to prevent Earth from becoming a totally evil planet. Mm-hmm. And there are, I'm not sure how many, something over a million souls that come from other planets that were highly evolved in their spiritual consciousness and said we can't let all the human race die in the sense of being controlled by the dark. Yeah. So many of us, many of us came here and put ourselves into life families way back in history since it is very possible to do time travel. Mm-hmm. Our souls our souls were inserted into earth families for, you know, however many thousand years back we needed to be here and live those thousands of years in lifetime after lifetime as a human so we could learn the challenges that they're up against right. and so we can help them to evolve. So all of the people around us is our congregation that needs our light and guidance, whether they're family or friends or neighbors or coworkers. Those are all the people that we're here to help guide. And that's what you're here for. And you are all that. Yeah. So my, when I started to teach myself how to meditate, I had a slew of white animals that would come into my meditations and help me. Was that part of the shamanic? Absolutely, because the Native Americans and uh, many of the uh, uh, indigenous shamans would understand messages from the animal kingdom. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. And there was a time the Native Americans tell a story about the time when the animals could speak to the humans, just as though you and I are speaking to each other. And the Bible even supports that. The Bible Mm -hmm. supports that when they say the serpent talked to Eve and uh, Eve got the message from the serpent about the apple kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, the animals stopped talking to us or to the humans because of the arrogance. Yeah, no, I resonate with that. 
Yeah. Oh, so you, oh and I'd love to get yeah. back to that again. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we could do time travel and go back a couple mm-hmm. hundred years to escape the, the now and the evolution that is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're here for. Yeah. Each of those but animals. they didn't have shoes. Yeah. <laughs> those animals are here to help you do your job. Okay. Well, I know at that time they were helping me learn immensely, you know, like I would have a hard time trying to get out of my body and I would have a white polar bear or a white bear come down and just take his arm and pull me out. And it was like, okay, that's how easy it is, you know, I learned things like that, you know, so I know they were teaching me. Yeah. Yes. Well, one of these days I'm going to be right back there then, right? Well, Crystal, mm-hmm. you asked the question, are those days over? <laughs> and yeah. no, the days are not over, but the focus has shifted. Yeah. The planet is in crisis right now. And it's going to take more than the grid for the work that we have to do. Um, the grids are a big part of it. Yeah. But, but we've got some danger locked under these grids that we have to deal with. So James and I, a big part of our work, I'm the strategist, as I stated. So there are some guardians that came to the planet to help us, but they can only help so far karmically unless we ask them to step in and do more. And they have technology that we don't have, but that the dark forces on the planet happens to have. So the exact statement to me was, and I was flabbergasted, I want to say, is that we have to verbally say, I want to be free from slavery. And I said, slavery? And I'm thinking, what are you talking about, slavery? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking okay, about. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So we need to pass the word that it's not enough, and this is a shame to say, love and light is not enough. We have to ask to be free from the slavery. Oh, so you've yeah. got a whole big job ahead of you Um to enlighten and help those to say it. I had to say to my family today, hey, guys, the things I write about, the things that they say we have to do, you got to do it too, you know, because we're all adding to this. But you know what? We need to do it now. Yep. I won't argue that. No, I was shown in a journey, uh, drumming journey. Um, I used to go to this, place in our earth where there was a well and the well held all the tears of the earth and I had to experience that in one of my journeys but the last time I was down there the well had broken and I was told their birth has begun and it was like holy crap what do I do now you know if the 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 birth has begun you know labor has started basically is what I was told and it was like wow Cynthia, there goes the word under earth. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe this because I haven't heard this. And the only time I've heard this is doing James. 
and now now crystal bold and rita so you all have something that you're pulling together i just don't know what it is mm -hmm. at this point but but i think so, cynthia you do yeah, yeah i know <laughs> no, <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I oh my gosh so, I, I do oh, think it's oh. interesting too because i was shown a crystal cave with a crystal chair in it and i was told that i needed to start visualizing meditations out of this chair and i'm like okay you know i'll do that well it's interesting i'm now being pushed to go down to hot springs in mount ida to, and I, I don't know if it's to get a crystal or what, but I'm heading out this weekend to go get one, but or go down there to see what it is that's drawing me down there. But there's some inner work, yes, that I need to do inner earth work that I I think I need to do. So, uh, James, um, go ahead. We have societies that are in the inner earth that are working to hold the high vibration of the planet but you were taken specifically to the crystals which will talk to you mm -hmm. they will yep. talk to you and maybe even you are going to get a piece of of the crystals my love what do you think yeah they're, they're going to be guiding you and enhancing you at the same time because you okay. know crystals enhance your energies All right oh yeah oh yeah it's so these these crystals are uh, what are they what what is the word for the they're they're uh, a library each crystal is a library of information mm -hmm. to yeah. to uh, release to you so as you sit in that chair you're going to be getting information that you may not even be aware that you're receiving you know um, yeah so yeah follow through just surrender to the to the direction of the Lord where do you want me how do you want and if it says go sit in a pile of rocks, go sit in a pile of rocks. Mm -hmm. All right. No, but, I agree. I miss uh, those journeys. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a very wonderful way to go. But that basically that the, the journey that you've done in the past was yeah. to prepare you for what you're going to be doing now and in the future. Wow. Okay. Yeah, to, to, to build to build your strength and your and your conscious awareness of your abilities because okay. we're not we don't have conscious awareness of everything that we have done in the metaphysical realm from other lifetimes because some of that may not be necessary for now mm -hmm. but when it does become necessary the ability will be there be there yeah no, i agree with that and i never thought about yeah. it that way too it'll be there when i need it and it's not time just yet but it's coming soon yeah yeah you're very very close very close, but it's time to be on that path. Yeah, yeah. I and I know I've been very anxious about it. I've been. I need to do something else with what I'm doing, but it's like I can't feel the time to switch yet. You know, so I know I have to trust and allow them to guide me when the the switching is. You know, when I switch over into what I should be doing. Everything's well, in divine timing. Of, <laughs> yeah, I, I see a line yeah, of I, twelve spirit guides behind you and, yeah uh, they're all giving me the signal that they will make sure you don't miss your signals <laughs> good good yeah, that's, I, another, that's a fear of that <laughs> yes well you know what james 
I want signals. I'm the ha you know, we have seven <laughs> minutes left. How about me? Am I getting any signals? Where's my signals? Excuse me. That's smoke signals. I know. You know what? That's probably what I have smoke signals. And I, I won't be, I'd probably miss them because by the time I see them, I won't know what it means. So uh, I am, I hope that you do. Is there anything else, uh, Crystal, that you want to know? No, no, I, that's all. Up? I basically okay. got Thank what you, I needed. Crystal. Thank you guys. I appreciate it Thank very you. much. Yeah. Love you, all right, well, I'm coming. I love you too, honey. I'll see you soon. Next Monday, I think. All right. I hope. Bye -bye. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you. I mean, guys, I these are people who listen to my show that I know. Uh, they're in chat. They have such unbelievably um, spiritual minds, and I'm so happy they actually got in. We have a million callers still on the line. So I am going to ask oh. James and Cynthia if you will come back because we have six minutes left and i'm going to tell you what about me the i want to know about me and the thing is the uh, six minutes you have six minutes to tell everybody uh how to get a hold of you because i know you do this for a living and uh james the name of your book and how to get a hold of that and then i want you to uh partake or leave us with something that you would like us to think about or know. I've never done that before and I've never asked a guest to do that, but I feel like that there is something you want people to know, either about you or about what's going on in, 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 with uh, all of the dark and lightness that, that, that you see and, and you're constantly with. So again, can you tell everybody how to get a hold of you? Yes, my, my phone number is 586-773 one eight six one and i have a couple of websites one of them is uh, jamesshaman.com and that's two s's jamesshaman.com and there's another one called um pim success one.com it's p-i-m-s-u-c-c-e-s-s one dot com that was the number one and, uh, and uh, that's that's my two websites and it tells you an awful lot about me and what i can do and what are the people of earth need to do right now is send lots and lots of love and forgiveness to all the governments who are trying to be world powers and take other governments down and all the fighting and bickering. We need to send them love and forgiveness. They are only focused on power and control and don't seem to know they even have a heart. So we need to send them lots of love it, because they're guiding the planet into destruction. And we want to guide the planet into continued existence through love. I love that. And Cynthia? And my part that I'd like to add would be this. They are demanding that we say as a planet that we want to be free, free from slavery. So if you ask yourself, what does that mean? 
look within and recognize who you are outside of the norms that have been imposed upon us since we were born and discover the God within, who you really are, and what you're really here for. We I say bless you. you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. James and, James and Cynthia, this has been a pleasure always. You are always rocking my house. And we will, I, I, I want everybody to know who didn't get in, James and Cynthia are coming back on Halloween, which is October 31st. I mean, think about it. We've got the ones that fight those all kinds of entities and energies that really don't want here on the planet. And we get to see the light on Halloween when it is the energies are so uh, the veil is so thin. Can you imagine James and Cynthia are going to be right on this show? So please call back if you didn't get in and even if you did get in. And you will get to interact with my Mib, the real Mib that actually live on this earth plane. And, you know, we have two minutes. But honestly, whoever put that movie together, I feel, had to have been downloaded to, to what some of the people on earth really do and none of us know. Anyway, I do want to thank you, James and Cynthia. I want you to think about it because I want a reading. So the next time on October 31st, you might start with me. That's how great you are. And you know, I, I call you when I need you. But I want to thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure. Everyone listening, James and Cynthia do this for a living. So if you do need that way, they live and make an income, give them a call. Write them. Go to their website and contact them or buy your book. James, what's the name of your book? Because I don't think we, we heard it. It's the 21st Century Spiritual Guidance. And where can they get it? Spiritual guidance. Uh, 21st Century me. Spiritual Guidance. Go ahead. Yeah, I I, uh, I wrote the book, I print the book, and I mail it out to anybody that's interested. And uh, I share it with uh, all the clients that I work with. It's not a big book. It only costs 10 bucks, uh, but it's packed with a million well dollars. Well worth it. Love. Absolutely. And I'm getting one. So everyone, please get a hold of James and Cynthia. Should you need them, want to read that book because it is a must read. Again, thank you. I have 30 seconds. I want everyone to know in love and light, we love you. Stay grounded, stay happy. And I will see you back here on Monday morning. I think I have two shows that are pre-recorded going up tomorrow and Thursday. Please listen because this show might be replayed on Thursday. Thanks again, guys, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you for being with us, and thank you for sharing your knowledge, Cynthia and James, with Bye. Bye. Our pleasure. It thank was a you. great honor and a great pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, we are off the air. <laughs>